Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. everybody and welcome to the podcast today. We are going to be loading these podcasts onto our YouTube channel. So if you would prefer to watch them on YouTube, the podcast is now available on YouTube, my friends. You just go to my podcast channel, uh, which is just Emily Gibson, and you will see it all there. You can follow along there anytime if you prefer to watch through a video or you can continue to watch here on the podcast. Either way is good with us. So going to start today by telling you about a little story that I heard at church a couple of weeks ago and sort of bringing to you what I sort of took away from it and the things that uh, that it really spoke to me and in in the hopes that it's going to bring you some sort of clarity in your life and help you get through something that you are struggling with. Now, one of the things that I hear a lot from my clients, from you as listeners, is that you wish it wasn't as hard as it was, right? Now, how many of us wish that the path to success could be easier? All of us, all of us wish that, but that's actually not how it works, okay? In the existence of pressure, great things happen. And in the lack of pressure, nothing great ever happens. (laughs) This is my theory. There's actually quite a few things in nature that prove this to be true. For example, diamond, how many of you, your top rank in your company is diamond or some version of it, right? But uh, the diamond is such a great example. And it, it in, in many companies, that is the top rank. But, uh, but the actual creating of a diamond is where they turn coal under pressure into a diamond. Not they, although there are man-made diamonds, but in actual like life, That is how diamonds are created. And so I want you to think about that for a minute. Under extreme pressure, something super, super ugly and not really valuable is turned into something gorgeous and very valuable because of extreme pressure. Now, of course, apply this to your life and you're going to start to see a lot of really amazing analogies. And so this is something that I think about a lot, right? Is clients will come to me and they'll say, you know, I I just I wish it could be easier or how did you get through this or why was it why why does it feel so hard and and what my like what my desire for you is in your in your career whatever that might be, whether you're in network marketing or social selling or you own your own business or whatever it is that you listen to this podcast to glean something from, right? My desire for you is that it doesn't come easy for you because all of the things that I have achieved in my life have not come from something being easy. Even when I felt or even when others may have agreed that entitlement was deserved. For example, when I started my coaching business, 
my niche, network marketers. I felt very entitled to just have a seven-figure coaching business right off the bat. Now, I understood there was some building that was going to be involved in that. However, in my mind, I was like, I mean, there are coaches out there that were never successful in network marketing. So, I mean, if anyone deserves to go out and have a successful coaching business, it's me, right? Like we do these things in our mind. And without judging and criticizing myself for it, it's really easy for me to look back and think about that and be like, huh, that's interesting that I did that. Because I definitely wasn't entitled in the way of I wasn't expecting like to not have it not have to have hard work. Like I understand the concept of hard work. I understand that takes, you know, tremendous action, massive action to get what you want. You have to put out a lot of value to receive something back. And in my mind, I thought, well, I've been doing this for seven and a half years. And wouldn't anyone just want to come and be trained by someone that had had the type of success in our industry that I'd had? And so I thought if people just tell me the how, then that's the easy part. I have the rest figured out. And to an extent, yes, that was true. But what I'm so grateful for is that there was struggle and there was pressure and the masterminds and the coaches and the things that I hired early on didn't give me everything I wanted. And it felt really frustrating in the time. I had a lot of pressure on my shoulders. I had a lot of pressure in my mind to perform. And it was in that pressure that I was able to create the coaching business of my dreams that I have now. And now I've finally learned everything I want to learn to take the next step in growing my community, which I'm so excited about. I finally figured out how to unlock something I've been working on for years trying to figure out. (laughs) And I just, I, I, I was on, I was on a call with this agency that we're partnering with And I said to him, I was like, he said, 80% of our clients that find us are not as prepared as you. He said, the majority of them have none of this created that you have created. And I thought to myself, well, good thing this was a struggle. Good thing we had all this pressure the last two years, because that is what now has prepared us for the next step. And that is the beauty of pressure, my friend. That's what I want to show you today. That's what I I want to teach you on this podcast today to put more pressure, to make your load a little heavier because it is in pressure that you will grow and succeed. All right. So here's a story I'm going to read to you. This was a story that someone shared uh, in Sunday school, and they were reading uh, a story of like a church leader who had shared this story. So I'm going to read the story just as it is on the page, and uh, and then I'll, I'll share some of my insights. And as you're listening, I want you to start taking inventory of your insights too, okay? Shortly after taking possession of a new vehicle, my friend wanted to demonstrate the utility of his brand new truck and validate his reasons for wanting to purchase it. Does anyone have a husband out there that's bought a new truck or has at some point? Or if you maybe bought a new truck or a new car, you might be able to relate to this story. So he decided he would cut and haul a supply of firewood for their home. It was in the autumn of the year and snow had already started falling in the mountains where he intended to find wood. As he drove up the mountainside where he intended to find wood, the snow gradually became deeper and deeper. My friend recognized the slick road conditions presented a risk, but with great confidence in his new truck, he kept going. Sadly, my friend went too far along the snowy road. 
by the way, this has totally happened to me before, not to go get wood, but to go in and out of our cabin. And uh, there's like no turning back. Once you're in it, you're like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Abort, abort. As he steered the truck off the road at the place he had determined to cut wood, he got stuck. All four of the wheels on the new truck spun in the snow. And see, when you own a four-wheel drive vehicle, you think you're invisible, invincible. <laughs> you literally are like, I can handle anything in my four-wheel drive. Like, it, like, like you laugh at the people who are in the Toyota Corollas when, when you live in a state that's like all wintry like us. And you're like, why would you buy that? Like, you just need a four-wheel drive vehicle and then nothing will get in your way. That's a thought error, by the way. And also, I still recommend having a four-wheel drive vehicle if you live in the snow. It just makes things easier, but not invincible, right? So the man says, as he steered the truck off the road at the place he had determined to cut wood, he got stuck. All four wheels on the new truck spun in the snow. He readily recognized that he did not know what to do to extricate himself from this dangerous situation. He was embarrassed and worried. I've been there, my friend. My friend decided, well, I'm not just going to sit here. So he climbed out of the vehicle and started cutting wood. He completely filled the back of the truck with the heavy load. And then my friend determined he would try driving out of the snow one more time. As he put the pickup into gear and applied power, he started to inch forward. Slowly, the truck moved out of the snow and back onto the road. He finally was free to go home, a happy and humbled man. What does this story teach us? First of all, that's what I like to call a God wink. Those of you that are in my member community, or maybe you're one of my personal coaching clients, or maybe you're in the mentorship, I love teaching and talking about God winks. God winks are those little moments where God gives you that personal revelation, that inspiration, where you just kind of feel it in your heart, you feel it in your gut of this is what I'm supposed to do. No rhyme or reason doesn't really make sense. Like if you had been in that truck and it was cold outside and you didn't know how you were going to get out, like, would you really think like, let's go cut some wood? Well, we can't ask him, but my guess is that he got a God wink an inspiration, some revelation to go and cut that wood. Why? Well, because God knew that if he put more weight in the back of that truck, that that pressure, that traction, that leverage was exactly what he was going to need to get out of that stuck snow. So many of you keep asking all the time, Emily, how can I get unstuck? I just, I, I don't know how to get unstuck. First of all, allow being stuck, pray about how to get out of your stuck. And then how can you increase traction, increase friction, increase pressure to get unstuck. See, so often we think that we want to lessen the load, lighten the load, and that that's what's going to make it better. But that never, hardly ever works. What I have found to be true in my business and in my life is that when I am not feeling like myself, when I am feeling stuck, it's when I put pressure on myself to change that I tend to get the result that I want. Now, I'm not talking about burnout, although I am going to record a special episode on burnout for you for next week that you are not going to want to miss where I'm going to dive into how your brain works and your sympathetic nervous system, and it's going to blow your mind. 
But I'm not talking about burnout. I'm not talking about overworking. I'm not talking about uh, being a high achiever to get out of your to, to get out of feeling your feelings. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is weighing, like increasing the weight that you are lifting. Perfect example of this. I started, I've been exercising for two and a half years now, six days a week. And I started off just doing doing some weights to a workout video a couple times a week. If you've heard me talk about this before, either maybe you're in my member community or maybe you've heard me talk on social media or whatever it is. But uh, I talk about how I, I just started it. Like I, I was working out in like my jeans, <laughs> and uh, fully dressed, already showered with makeup on for the day, like hair done. I just started working out because I I never, like I had had all this opposition and resistance to exercise. And so I I thought, well, one day I just, it was during the pandemic and I just thought, well, I'm I'm literally going to lose my mind with my kids all being here if I just don't go down to my basement and start exercising. And I had already showered for the day and I was like, it's fine. I'm just going to go pick up some weights. I'm going to do like a HIIT workout. I Googled it on YouTube. I was like, HIIT workout with weights for women. And like this one came up, I can't even remember the name of the girl, but she was so adorable. And she like specialized in women. And I just, I loved her attitude and just the things she would say while we were working out in the videos. And I just got started with that. And after doing that for a couple of months, I started looking at my treadmill that I hadn't used in years and years and years. And I thought, maybe I'll just get on the treadmill for 20 minutes and then I'll lift some weights after. And then I started lifting heavier weights. And and then I, I fell into that routine for, you know, two and a half years, pretty much straight. And I, I upped the days I was going instead of doing two to three days a week, I started doing six days a week. And, um, then I, um, and I had, I had worked out with a trainer before the pandemic, but when the pandemic happened and all the gyms shut down, I stopped working out with a trainer. I just was, uh, exercising in my basement. And that's when I realized I could be more consistent if I was doing it in my basement. So I stopped working with a trainer, even though I loved her to death and she's so amazing. I just, I was able to show up more consistently if I was just working out on my own in my basement. And so then I started intermittent fasting and I got even better results. And then I started eating higher protein. Uh, who knows? Protein Nicole. <laughs> Are you listening, Protein Nicole? Uh, and she, she just said, count your protein because I didn't want to count macros. I didn't want to diet. I didn't want to do any of that stuff. I didn't want to weigh my food. I didn't want to do any of that. And uh, and so I just started like changing my food a little bit and I got I got, I got results again. And then I started plateau. And this was about mm, probably this last Christmas or so. And as I was starting to plateau, I started thinking about like, well, maybe I need to have somebody be able to come to my house. Like maybe I could get a trainer to come to my house at this like specific time of day. And I was asking people and it wasn't lining up with any of the trainers I'd worked with before. And and then I uh, talked to a friend and she literally was like, what if I came over to your, uh, like, what if I came over to your house and what time of day would that be good for you? And I was like, I mean, really the only time that works for me is like, I don't know, like 10, 15 to 11, 15 every day. And she's like, that's my sweet spot. And I was like, no way. And so I hired, hired my friend to train me and, uh, we started lifting weights and I noticed that she was putting more pressure on me, not just in having me do more exercises and more weightlifting an hour, every single time she came and she came, she's coming three times a week. And, but not only was she putting more pressure on me to, to do more, but she was making me lift heavier heavier than I would make myself lift. 
And I'm so proud of myself now. After uh, after about five weeks of working together, I am now like all the way up to 25 pound weights, and it is hard. I started on like 12 and 15 pound weights, and then we went up to 20 pound weights far before I thought I was ready. And now we're moving up to 25 pound weights far before I think I was ready. Although I do have way more confidence now because I can feel that my form and my posture is getting better and I can see the changes. But the important thing that I want to share about this is that oftentimes, well, this is why everybody needs a coach, first of all, right? Like this is why you need a business coach. It's why I need a fitness coach. It's why we all need a coach because we are not going to put a heavy enough load in the back of our truck that's going to help us get to our next level of our own accord. We're just not able to do it as human beings. Our Literally, the programming in our brain prevents us from it because it always wants to keep us safe, conserve energy, and avoid discomfort. That's always what our brain's trying to do. And so when we are in a situation where we know we need a little bit more pressure, like maybe you're sitting here and you're like, I know I need more pressure. And your brain's like, but is it going to be worth the money? Like, is it going to be worth the investment to hire Emily as the coach or hire someone else as your coach? Or do I, do I want to pay for that, that food plan with that one thing to help me control my eating so I can get better results at the gym? Or, uh, or like, for example, do I want to hire that, uh, that private coach for my daughter's dance or, um, do I need to make a change somewhere in my life to get a little bit more pressure on me? Do I need to purchase a planner? Like your version of putting more pressure on yourself might just be getting a planner. These things don't have to cost a lot of money or be large investments. Although I am a huge believer that everybody needs a coach because even I myself have a business coach and I just keep increasing the investment that I'm spending on it to keep increasing the result and the outcome that I want. The more I invest in a coach, the more return I get. And that is what I know is true for you as well in your business, whatever your business is. So the message that I want to share with you today is how can you cut some more wood and throw it in the back of your truck? Is it getting a planner and deciding what you're going to do tomorrow, the night before, writing it down, mapping it out? Do you need to figure out a different way to plan your day? Because time blocking doesn't work. I hate time blocking. But what I do is I do like morning, afternoon, morning, midday, and afternoon blocking, where I just sort of like write in things where I think I could get it done. And then unless I have like a specific time, like, oh, my coaching community call is at noon on Friday. Got to be there at that time. My um, inner circle and executive member bonus call, like my month end bonus call I do with them every month. That's on Monday at noon, right? So I, I pencil those in at those specific times. I got to be there at that time. If you need to go to the dentist at a certain time, you got to show up at that time, right? It's not that It's not that you're just free willy nilly all over the place, never committing to time. It's that you have certain times of day where you have to be places. And then as an entrepreneur, the best thing ever is you get to fill in the rest of what you're going to do. So deciding the night before what you're going to do. Now, maybe you're building a business while you're working full-time in another business. 
I was a full-time stay-at-home mom when I built my network marketing business. When I built my coaching business, I was a full-time network marketer. And people said, oh, it's so easy for you to do your job as a network marketer. It's the only thing you do. And when I was building my coaching business, I was like, ah, yeah, that's really cute. Because I was literally working a full-time business, uh, building my coaching business in the very beginning. And I was doing full-time with my network marketing team, like literally growing leaders to the top of the company in 90 days. Like we were hustling and busting and my coaching business was growing at similar rates. We were just like pumping, pumping, pumping. So it was like I was working two full-time jobs. And even with that, what made it all work was because I used my prefrontal ahead of time the day before, a week in advance, decided what I needed to get done on what day, mapped it out. Maybe that's your wood that you're adding in the back of the truck that's creating that pressure that you need. Maybe you need to hire a coach. Maybe you need to have a schedule for uh, for uh, your personal development. Maybe you're like never remembering to listen to podcasts. Maybe you're never uh, improving your personal development or your skills. Maybe you're always like, I'm doing all the things and it's just not working. Baloney, I don't want to hear that. You and I both know that's not true. If you were doing all the things, you'd be getting the results. You say to yourself, I'm doing all the things and it's not working because it makes you feel better. It makes you feel like there's nothing you can do. And then your brain gets to stay conserving energy, seeking pleasure and avoiding discomfort. It's just the fact. If you were doing all the things, you would be getting the results you wanted. And if you're falling short on doing the things, then hiring a coach, taking a course, watching a YouTube video is going to help you figure out what you are missing and what you need to tweak. So that is my challenge to you this week, my friend. Find the thing that you need to tweak. Find a way to go cut some wood. Get out of that car. Look for the God winks. God will tell you what to do. That's how I built my coaching business. I just listened to the God winks and I did everything that he told me to do. And then I turned it into a business blueprint for all of you. That's what the coaching mentorship is. By the way, if you are having major FOMO for that, we are doing our fall session beginning August 21st. We have enrollment open for our fall session right now. Spots are very limited. We already have people that have reserved spots for for that. So you want to make sure to get in because last time we had we had people on the wait list that couldn't get in because they fill up so so quickly and the group is small because of the amount of time that I spend with you one-on-one to help you certify as a coach and also launch your coaching business. So amazing opportunity. You can go to emilygibsoncoaching.com forward slash shop, and it will take you to all the details for that. You can uh, you can message one of the members of my team to book a call at the team at emilygibsoncoaching.com if you're interested in something like that. But all I want to say to you is this in closing, find a way to get out of your car and cut the wood. Listen for those God winks. Get yourself going and spinning those wheels with more pressure. And I promise there's no way that you are going to fail. I hope you have an incredible week, everybody. Bye now. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. 
We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.